0: Hello everyone, brother George here. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Bible Made Easy podcast. Today I'm going to focus on an extremely powerful emotion we all experience: anger. Of the vast range of human emotions, there is hardly anyone more potent and that can do more damage to us and others. Just look around at the world and social media commentary and you can see the destructive effects of anger out of control. So what is anger and its ill effects? Here's what I came up with after a little thinking and research. Anger is an emotion characterized by ill-feeling towards someone or someones who you feel has done you or someone else wrong. Here are some biological manifestations of anger. Spike in energy levels rise in blood pressure, increase in body temperature, increased muscle tension. Here are some outward characteristics you might notice when someone's angry. Raised voice, clenched fists, frowning, a clenched jaw, trembling, sweating, pacing around or fidgeting nervously. And here are some of the destructive health consequences of anger headache, digestion problems, insomnia, anxiety, high blood pressure, skin problems such as eczema, heart attack, stroke, substance abuse, gastric ulcers, bowel disease, diabetes 2. And of course, we know that unchecked anger can lead to serious damage to our relationships with others, depression, loneliness, violence, and more. So, is anger evil? Is it wrong to be angry? Yes, it can be, absolutely. But not necessarily. In fact, anger can be a healthy emotion that can bring about solutions to problems and improve our lives and the lives of others around us, if we handle and channel it properly. Actually, God, who is pure and holy, gets angry. But what makes his anger good is his motive. His anger is always at evil that hurts us or others, and his goal is always to eliminate or solve the problem, to bring about peace, and restoration of relationships with him and others. In other words, he's like a good father when he sees the kids hurting each other. Because he loves the children so much, he hates seeing that happen. And the anger rising up within him motivates him to get involved, to do something about it by instructing or disciplining the kids for the purpose of correcting the behavior and bringing about peace and harmony in the home. Ephesians 4.26 says, Be angry and do not sin. Let me repeat that. Be angry and do not sin. So there are times when we're supposed to be angry, when it's normal, justified and even healthy to be angry. But at the same time, we're not supposed to sin. We're not to allow anger to get out of control and bear bad fruit. Anger, if there's a good reason for it, can be like medicine. Medicine can help cure sickness and disease and bring relief from pain and other ailments. But if the medicine is improperly administered, or someone overdoses on it, it can cause serious health side effects and even death. So we have to make sure our anger is managed and channeled correctly so that it can actually be a force for good in our lives. How about that? So how can we have anger and act on it without sin? Thankfully, the Bible has some fantastic advice about that. James 1.19-20 says, Know this, my beloved brothers. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. The first three points in this verse are there to put the brakes on us, acting rashly and letting anger bear bad fruit. 1. Be quick to hear. We need to thoroughly investigate whatever has angered us. Maybe we haven't heard the whole story or all the details. We need to find out if our anger is even justified. If not, then we need to ask God to cleanse us of it. For instance, maybe it was just our pride that was hurt. Or the other person didn't mean what we thought they did. Maybe we should ask the other person what they meant. Or maybe we need to confidentially discuss the issue with the trusted third party to get a better perspective or sound advice. And by the way, this doesn't mean going around telling anyone and everyone about the problem. That just inflames the situation. Keep it in-house, so to speak. Only between you and whoever needs to be involved. Avoid reacting too quickly and take time to actively look into the matter, to ask questions, to look beyond the surface, to find out people's motives and so on. 2. Be slow to speak. After we've really looked into the matter and have the right perspective on it, we need to judge whether we even need to speak up or say something. Here are some questions to ask ourselves. Does something really need to be said to rectify the situation, or should I just let it pass? Am I the best one to say it, or should I get the help of someone else? If it's me, then when should I speak up? Is the other person ready to communicate, or do they need some time to cool down? How should I speak up? What should I say? What's the best way to communicate my feelings in a way that's most likely to inspire willing engagement and a positive resolution? 3. Be slow to anger. This can be seen as a combination of the first two, but it can also mean that there is a time to actually display angry emotions. But before doing so, we should go through steps 1 and 2 first. Open displays of anger should only be used as a last resort and only in serious or severe situations. Of course it's different if, for example, you're seeing someone being mugged or robbed. In such a case it would be absolutely the right thing to do to quickly get angry at the perpetrator and yell at them or use reasonable force to stop them. And the fourth part of the verse is a really good warning. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of god we should discern if the issue is even something to be angry about and then act on our anger in a godly way otherwise our unjustified anger or the poor way we're acting on justified anger will just backfire and cause more problems it won't bring about a godly result okay and here's the second half of Ephesians 4:26 Do not let the sun go down on your anger. This means that we should try to resolve whatever is causing our anger quickly and avoid taking it to bed with us. Letting our anger fester and simmer for extended periods of time can cause us to eventually explode or lead to bitterness. It's better to go on the offensive and deal with the situation quickly. Of course, there are times when it will take more than a day to resolve something, and it is wise to wait for the right time. But whatever the case, do resolve it as soon as possible. Finally, we need to watch out when we're angry for our own personal selves or someone close to us. That's when we're more prone to make mistakes. But when we're angry for the harm done to someone else then it can be easier to be more objective and balanced in our response. So, yes, anger can be a very destructive emotion, but it doesn't have to be. If we manage and channel it wisely, and sin not, as the scripture says, we can turn our anger into a force for good, as we use it to motivate us to protect ourselves and others from harm, and to positively solve problematic issues for the good of all. This does take a lot of humility, self-control and the grace of God. But it can be done and our lives will be much happier. Thanks a lot for listening everyone. I hope this has been a help to you. Please be sure to subscribe and also share with others. God bless you all. Bye.